RMA would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Dharawal people. We pay our respects to the elders past and present and extend that respect to other Aboriginal people listening today. Look, I, I just can't be happy than to have a dog to share, you know, run with. Instead of doing it by yourself, I don't have many friends who want to run or even when I do run with them, they run at a different pace. So I'm not really running with them. We start together and we meet up at the end mm. of the coffee. But it, to actually have someone by your side who is happy to and wants to be there and run with you, it's like, that's the best thing. Mm. And we chat. Yeah. <laughs> we talk all the way. And um, yeah, so that's pretty special having Aww. someone to actually do it with, yeah. Hello, welcome to Season 2 of the RMA Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Bunyan. We are excited to share inspiring stories of amazing everyday women who are using running as a vehicle to connection and change in their lives. We want to share the impact of these powerful stories with you, how running can free you, challenge you, help you believe in yourself and lead you to places you never thought possible. Thank you for listening to these powerful stories. We're excited to have you on the journey with us, one step at a time. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I hope you loved my last episode with Isabel Ross talking all things Barclay Marathons. This week, I have a really special episode planned for you and something a little bit different. I'm talking with one of our RMA members, Jill McClintock, about her relationship with her favorite running buddy, Harry. A lot of you might know Harry Hoverdog from Facebook or Instagram. He's a little bit famous in our network. And I wanted to talk to Jill not only about her running journey as a 59-year-old woman, but about her connection with running with Harry. Many of us have furry friends that we run with or we walk with and it's a really beautiful relationship that Jill has with Harry and I wanted to be able to share that with a wider audience. If you've been lucky enough to be in Harry's company, you'll know that he's the most gorgeous dog and I just wanted to share this story with you, something a little bit different for your day. I hope you love this episode with Jill McClintock about Harry Hoverdog. Before we begin, a message from this week's sponsor, Physiocram Massage Gel. Physiocram has been helping Running Mums Australia to achieve their running goals for years now and ease those post-training muscular aches and pains. Hurting sucks and Physiocram has our back. To get your own Physiocram, head to www.physiocram.com.au. Don't forget, if you're a member of the member program, you can get 20% off with your member code. You can also find Physiocram at your local pharmacy. Hi, Jill. Welcome to the RMA podcast. Oh, thank you, Nicole. Happy to be here. I'm excited to have you on. Um, we had a little conversation in our, I guess, messenger chat about having you on. And I know that you were a little bit nervous about coming on and sharing your story. Um, as you said, that you you don't like to, I guess, put yourself out there and on social media and things like that. However, I have noticed you in the RMA network and your story because you keep popping up in my feed. And I don't know if it's because, you know, Facebook kind of 
puts things in your, I guess, trajectory that you're interested in. I don't know if you know that about Facebook, but sometimes it puts things in your feed that are of interest to you. And I mean, I have a little dog, Summer, um, and I just love my little dog and I'm always looking at little dog memes and I don't know, dog videos <laughs> and things like that on, um, on Facebook and Instagram. And so maybe yours pops up because of that reason. And the whole reason I wanted to have you on the podcast is because you have a dog, Harry, and I wanted to talk about your relationship running with your dog. So I thought it would be a really cute topic because so many RMAs have dogs that they run with or, or don't run with. Mm. I, you know, yep. from my story at the moment, I've just mentioned to you off air that I haven't been able to run with Summer properly yet. But I thought it'd be really cute to kind of get the story about how Harry entered your life, also how running entered your life and how those two things intertwined. So thank you for coming on to the podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, so let's just start with telling us a little bit about you. Where are you from? And yeah, how did running enter your life? Well, um, I always, well, about me, I'm I'm sort of um, getting on now. I'm 59 and um, grew up on a pineapple farm. And then I went off and became a registered nurse. And then um, but I didn't really get into running until I was about 35 and I met my now husband. Um, I'd always done played a lot of sport but hadn't done actual running. And it was mainly him who got me into it. So mm. that's what got me started with running. But... Um, I did really well. I used to run, I don't know, it's not like people out there now, but I was really happy. I was up to about 70K a week and I had a dream of doing a marathon one day and then it all imploded. <laughs> <laughs> it went downhill with um, injuries and broken bones and plantar fasciitis and then I got pregnant and had a baby. Then we moved to Sydney and so nothing you know, and then so like you put on weight and you become unfit and it gets a bit, you know, builds up and mm. comes a bit, um, bit of an effort. Mm. And mm. then we got a dog. And then you got a dog <laughs> called <laughs> Harry. Yeah. So, well, let's just go back. Like, you know, you, you said you moved to Sydney, so you were running and obviously your husband was a runner. He said, mm. you know, you said that you... Well, you, just you, fitness, you, fitness, yeah. Fitness. So, yeah, was that the reason that you ran because you, it kept you fit? Yeah, fun, fitness. Um, he did it. We enjoyed it. Um, it was a great thing to do together and... Um, and then I did a couple of events, uh, like a bridge to bay, and mm -hmm. oh, that was really all I did in events back before Harry. Yeah. And since Harry, I've only done the city to surf a couple of times yeah. because none of them welcomed doggos. <laughs> so, but I did do a trail run at St Albans a couple of years ago. It was eleven yeah. um, k's, and um, that was really good fun. And people recognised Harry there and thought that was pretty exciting and um, everyone said he was amazing and I'm sort of like going, well, but what about me? <laughs> I just read 11 kilometres. <laughs> oh, uh, that's so funny. Yeah. And oh. we've done, um, we also did the Mother's Day Classic. That was um, good fun too and he also got recognised there. <laughs> oh, I love it. I yeah. mean, I guess when you enter races, it doesn't really say on there. No dogs now that I think of it. So I wonder if you could just bring your dog. I don't know. I guess you'd have to find out from the race organiser whether that I think you have to seek permission. And, well, as I said, I haven't really tried. Um, mm. Unless they say dogs are welcome, mm. then I don't really. 
like chase it down. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, your story is very familiar to a lot of women in terms of the fact that you were running and then, you know, you fell pregnant and then life got in the way, I guess. Mm. And, mm. you know, obviously our priorities change when we have children and, and it becomes more about them than it becomes about us. And they sort of tend to become come first. Do you think yeah. that's where your running journey changed for you when you had children or do you think it just it was just a different time in your life? Um, certainly it had an impact, but I do remember when Samuel was little and in a pram and we, after he'd come to Sydney, I was sort of getting my mobility back from the fasciitis and um, that was huge. That's what allowed me to get back into running more than the child it was yeah the fasciitis that stood in my way the most yeah but yeah. um after that there was there's been the broken bones and mm-hmm. i had an acl mcl and meniscectomy after a skiing accident mm-hmm. um last year i thought i'd love to do trail running <laughs> and joined a couple of the ladies on rma and uh, trail running sydney and up in the blue mountains and mm-hmm. i didn't even get one kilometer before i broke my ankle Oh, no. And they helped me hop out of the mountains, up the steps, back to the scenic world. Mm. And um, they folded me into the car and I drove my automatic car straight to the door at the hospital at Royal North Shore with my broken ankle. Oh, my goodness. Drove up to the door and waved at the security guard and he brought me a wheelchair and he took off. I gave him the keys to the car and he took care of that. And, um, oh. yeah, so <laughs> that was, yeah. So that was the last time you got on the trails then? <laughs> that Well, no, I went up, that was last June and yep. recently I went to Lawson to do park run. Oh, good. And this was sort of like my ankle was fairly recovered but not 100%. And, of course, I did fall over but I didn't injure it except for a bit of bark off my <laughs> bit of skin off. Oh, dear. Well, yeah, I mean, so, trail running... You know, it takes a little bit of time to get used to if you've been predominantly running on the roads as well. And, you know, when I started, you know, don't feel like you're the only person here that's done that because when I started trail running, I have done my ankle three times um, quite badly every time. Not broken, but severely, severely damaged. Um, So you're not alone in that regard and it takes time for your body to get used to what it's like running on an uneven surface. And over time... My ankles are, well, one, there's a lot of scar tissue, but my ankles are really yeah. quite strong now to withstand that side-to-side movement and all mm. those different obstacles that get in your way. So don't give up. Um, no, I like the idea, but I think I just need, like, a, a dirt road through mm-hmm. the forest or something would be nice, yes. not yeah. the actual uneven, gutted, yeah. rocky, because I tend to run with my head down looking at every step I take. Yeah. And even with my husband when I was coming back from my knee surgery he said oh just see the ships in the harbor and the and the navy and the cruise ship and that big yacht and i'm going no because i'm looking at the ground in front of me (laughs) yeah well there's plenty of trails out there that are just a nice dirt road so after this i'll let you know what the ones are that you should go and visit (laughs) that would would be great technical As long so, as the dog's allowed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so what sort of things, I guess, challenged you when you were running, you know, when you started back running after your plantar fasciitis? What sort of things were, other than the injury, obviously, that, and injuries you've sustained, mm. but what was the hardest thing about running for you, do you think? 
I think it's sometimes the just the motivation to get out the door. Mm. Um, my husband was great because he always loved to run on the weekends. So our Saturdays and Sundays, and we were new to Sydney as well, so we are always off finding a new park or a new circuit or a new esplanade along the beach or a new section around the harbour. And that was really good because I had him to motivate me on the weekends. But um, I didn't have that during the week. So it was often um, just... Initially, that's what got me out was my husband, but then we got the dog, and so then it was walking with Harry. And yeah, yeah, but then it meant going before breakfast and before my husband went to work, otherwise, I had to take the pram. But then, you know, once the child gets to preschool, then that changes again. You can go drop him at preschool and go for a run, and then he gets older again, and then it's afternoon after school activities, gymnastics, go running, swimming, go running, piano lesson, go running. Yeah. And that's and that it, was right? what I did. Every activity, I'd, you know, watch a bit and then I'd go running. Yeah, yeah. And that's how, <laughs> as mums, you know, we can fit it in. We have some time out for ourselves by fitting it in in those times that I guess don't impact too much on the family. They're busy mm. doing their activity and then we can go and do ours while they're they're busy. And that's exactly what I did when my kids were training for sport or whatever. I'd look for a watch for a little while and then I'd do, or I'd do my run around the, the, the oval or the netball. Yes, course, around the oval during training. Yeah. That's another yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. So I've been there too. Been there yeah. too. So let's talk about Harry. Like, so when, so Harry's now 12, you said, that's mm-hmm. now yes. there. So Harry's 12 now. So why did you guys get Harry? Let's talk about um, that story. Well, it was just a pet for Sam. He yeah. wanted a pet, um, cat, dog. We'd already done fish, we'd done stick insects, but he wanted like a real pet, <laughs> <laughs> one to play with. So um, that's what happened. We got a Harry, we got a Cavoodle because um, mainly influenced because my brother had a Cavoodle and they just said what an excellent pet they were. Um, I wanted him to be able, he's sort of an outside dog, but I wanted him to be able to be a partially inside dog in that he didn't shed a lot. So yeah. that also met that requirement. Yes, yes. I my, I have a spoodle, so that was one of the requirements okay. was that it didn't shed and, yeah. and that's been fabulous. <laughs> I have hair everywhere, which is nice. So yeah. what, was, what was Harry like when you got him? Was he a puppy, like a little baby? <laughs> Just a little baby, he's eight weeks old, a little fluff ball. I didn't know he was going to be a running dog. Never entered my mind. Yeah. Um, I just thought he was going to be a little fluffy dog. But um, whenever we walked, he would like to pull. And then as he got older, I started to, you know, do little runs with him. And he just kept going and going and going. And he just built up over time um, until, you know, by the time he was two, it's probably easy just running eight kilometres. And wow, wow. Yeah. He's got, for a, for a little dog, he has got long legs yes. per, for the size of him. So, yes. Mm. yes. Because um, my dog pulls as well. <laughs> and I have tried everything from like the harness. I've tried different harnesses. She just wants to pull like. I don't know why, but it's like she, I'm not going fast enough for her. So I've, I've thought maybe of, you know, I'm not ready to get her running yet because she's been sick, you know, in the last yes. month. So, but I think when, you know, we'll give her a little bit more time, I might try some short runs with her. Before yeah. she got sick, I did try a few short runs and she actually could go around the block like three kilometres mm-hmm. um, quite quite easily around the block. I mean, she's only like one and a half now. She's only a little puppy, but... 
um, she was doing quite well. So yeah, I think it's really nice like to be able to, to run with like your dog. I, I think, you know, I enjoy the walking with her, but I mean, I'm a runner, so I love to run. And I think it kind yeah. of, for me, killed the two birds with one stone. Two birds. Like, whatever, is that what, you know, that experience was oh, like for you? Very much so, two birds. And um, I trained Harry once I realised that he was going to be a running dog. Mm. Um, we put in some time training to run at heel or run on the, generally he runs on a waist belt, but yep. um, although that's not going to happen at the park run anymore. Mm. But... Um, that's uh he always stays front left or at heel um and that was just something we worked on he knows left and right and halt and mm -hmm. it's quite we're walking with um some children one day and we got to the curb and i said to harry check for cars which is his command for sit and wait and but i just say check for cars and he sits at the curb and he looks around and the children are going <gasps> He does, he does, he checks for the cars. Oh, that's <laughs> so cute. Funny. Yeah. But so um cute. Yeah, so I did I did put in some time with training and that's what's running with Harry's fun too, because you get to an off leash area, he can have a swim if it's a hot day, if it's a, I like to find an off leash mm. section on our run so he can have a bit of free play. Yeah. And we, you know, practice our training and he learns lots of tricks and does all sorts of stuff. So oh, that always fun. makes the run fun. I'll have yes. to come with you and um, you can teach me some tricks about how to get Summer to do some things because we tried so hard to train her as a puppy and we didn't do too bad, but I don't trust that she wouldn't run off on me if we were on a road. And, you know, we have had a puppy. I don't puppy trust Harry on the road. Either. Yeah, like in a, in, we've had a few dogs, unfortunately, that have passed away from different things. And one of our dogs got hit by a car running mm, with my husband oh, and he sad. left the dog off the lead. Yeah, and it went straight yeah. after a car. It was awful. So we're really nervous about letting her off the lead mm. anywhere. Even my husband won't even let her off the lead in a leash, like in a in a, a safe leash-free area. He's so nervous yeah. about it. But um yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind being able to learn some more tricks. So what sort of I guess tricks did you teach her? Like can you give some tips to some people that might be listening in terms of the running? Um, for running, um, well, when I started out, I don't know whether this is good advice or not. It's just how I did it because I had no one to teach me what to do. Um, I had a handheld leash and it ran behind me. So it ran across the back of my thighs. And so if Harry tried to run forward and pull, it's sort of like just my walking motion. Just We're just doing walking, not running. Yeah. Um, it was sort of like just giving a little pull, a little tug on the harness mm. and um, and it had the stretchy component, like the bungee section of the leash as well. Mm. So it just sort of like made him like, you know, go, oh, mm. don't go forward, <laughs> just yeah. stay here. Yes. So um, he learnt to walk at heel mm. that way and then we just picked up the pace doing the same thing and now I'm happy for him to pull a little bit if he's on my waist leash. Um, but if I don't want him to, I can just pull him back into heel on command. Teach him left and right, that was huge because when you're turning left at a corner, if I tell him left, he knows that I'm going to be coming across in front of him and he already has gone left out of my way. Same with right. And um, a trick there, I use left and right. So that they're not the actual word. It's more the sound I make, like mm. really short and sharp or long and drawn out. 
And also if I'm overtaking someone, when there's walking at Mount Esplanade, very crowded, I can tell him to go left or right of someone mm. and um, he yeah. knows which way to go or yep. a pole. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Or anything. Has there been yeah. times where Harry's like just decided he's not going to listen to you? <laughs> I'm sure there has. Um, <laughs> No, he's pretty good. There's occasionally when you're at the park and you want him to come yeah. and he doesn't want to, he won't. <laughs> yeah. Having too much fun. <laughs> but, right. Let's see if he's just in an off-leash place. But he he generally will most times. But like you said before, letting the dogs off-leash, I, you can't trust him to mm-hmm. 100% come. Yeah. You can see a bush talk, turkey or a rabbit or a mm. cat or something and he'd be just gone. Yeah. <laughs> So did you have to have treats when you were teaching him these things? Oh, always treat motivated. Yeah. And you <laughs> still take treats now, like when you're yep. running with him? Yep. 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 In my pocket all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, yeah, it's his, it's his wages. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he works for treats. <laughs> well, it's like us. We don't run uh, unless we're going to get something out of it. Like, hello, we're going to have something nice at the end. Or he's the same. Yeah. He's like, where's my treat for running? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, come home. Did you do good running? And he gets yeah. a treat. <laughs> so when you took him for that first run, do you remember what that was like? Um, not not overly, no. I think it was just because it mutated slowly from walking and walking nicely at heel and then thinking, oh, let's do some running. And I guess I was probably already starting to run a bit at that stage. But um, once he could join me, we quickly got up to eight kilometres, which was, mm. I thought, Decent. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and since the old days when I used to run 15 kilometres every day, mm. now I just, you know, I've been lucky to get up to five kilometres half the time. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm just plodding along, doing what yep. I can, but I'm working up to the half marathon to Canberra yeah. at the moment. So That's so good. And you, yeah. you said the other day that he went for, what was it, 13? 15. 15 kilometres. Yeah, we did a 15. We did a couple of laps of the Bay Run and he did a 15-kilometre run. So, yeah, I don't post my accomplishments because that's like many people can do much more than that. But oh, no. <laughs> I can post his because... 15 kilometres for the little dogs, pretty cool. <laughs> Look, everyone's doing what they can and I think 15 kilometres is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, the majority of people in the world would think that is ridiculous to run 15 kilometres. Yes, I get so, a lot of flack from my mother. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I kudos to you for getting out and having a go at the half marathon. I think it's it's fabulous. It's it's great. Yeah. Get out and do it. And if he can run 15 kilometres, that's, that's incredible in my opinion. Yeah. I think yeah. I might have to leave him home tomorrow for the 18 though. <laughs> yeah, it might be a bit much when he's just done 15. He's like he's have, he's in recovery mode. <laughs> oh, it was a week ago. <laughs> oh. So do you think Harry liked it when he started running? Do you think he prefers the running or the walking? Uh, always the running. Mm. It's just um, I've always been quite conscious of him and what he wants to do and I always think, oh, we run too far. And I take him off his leash and he just runs off and starts doing more running. So I know he's happy. <laughs> his uh, park run, we, they changed the lap at park run the other day. So normally we finish park run at Willoughby and do one lap of the oval and get back to the start and that's it. But because of a tree down somewhere, we had to do two laps to make up the distance. Mm-hmm. And um, 
we got to the end and he just put his paws out and said, no, that's the end. I'm not going any further. And he literally <laughs> put the brakes on and I had to hand him off to a volunteer who offered to look after him and um, <laughs> finish my second lap. So, um, oh, yeah, so, no, I've never had to push him. He's always just ready to go. He's like you put that harness on and it's he seems to know the difference between a walk and a sniff and, right, we're running, let's mm. do this. And he puts his ears back and off we go. That's so cute. And, I mean, that's yeah. so, it's true. They kind of know, don't they? Like, I know Summer, I took her to get groomed today and she just knows. Like, she gets there yeah. and she's like, I don't think she loves it. So she's like, <laughs> her paws go forward. And it's almost like you've got to drag her in there. Yeah. <laughs> she gets all nervous. Um, she gets all nervous in the car. Like, she knows where she's going. And the other day... We do a lap, like a loop from home normally, my little walking loop with her. And if I changed the loop, the other day she kind of looked at me like, um, that's not the way. Like she, she knew, like that's <laughs> yes, not the way yes. we normally go. So yeah, they're very smart. Yeah, they're very yeah. smart, smart little dogs, especially poodles, I think, like poodle breeds. They're, they're, they're quite smart yes. dogs. Um, you got to get the smart parts. The smart part of the poodle, not the psychotic part of the poodle. <laughs> yeah, I got the smart. She's definitely not the psychotic poodle. Um, same with Harry. Same with Harry. Yeah. So what does, like, you know, you, you, I like that your journey with running started before you had Harry. So that's kind yes, of nice. that's when I wanted to do a marathon. Yeah, and now I'm up to, finally, after oh, what, 30, 60, uh, 25 years, I'm going to be doing a half marathon, so I'm halfway there. Oh, it's great. <laughs> and, like, you know, obviously you've developed that love of running and then you've shared that experience with your dog as well mm. and developed his love of running too alongside you, which is so nice. And what does that mean to you to be able to get out and run every day with Harry? Oh, um Look, I, I just can't be happier than to have a dog to share your know, run with. Instead of doing it by yourself, I don't have many friends who want to run or I've got a couple, but mm. even when I do run with them, they run at a different pace. So I'm not really running with them. We start together and we meet up at the end yeah. for the coffee. But mm. to actually have someone by your side who is happy to and wants to be there and run with you is like, that's the best thing. Mm. And we chat. Yeah. <laughs> we talk all the way. Aww. And, um, yeah, so that's pretty special having Aww. someone to actually do it with, yeah. So and we, we love, yeah, love the beach. We've got a – Lennox Head has a really long dog off-leash beach and we can just run for three kilometres and turn around and run all the way back. It's really nice. Uh, I guess, mm. yeah, that's safe there. Like he's, he's on the beach. I mean, the only place he can go is in the water, I guess. <laughs> so, you know, do, yeah. where, does, where does Harry love to run most? Like what's his... Oh, the beach. Yeah. <laughs> mm. and anywhere that we can do a section off leash, he loves that. Mm. Um, he doesn't run off. He runs with me. He, yep. You know, he just knows that we're running. Yeah. And um, he might do a zoom over here and sniff that and zoom back, but he generally stays with me. So, yeah, so anywhere off leash, but, yeah, he particularly loves the Lennox Beach because he loves the sand. Not the water. He doesn't go in the ocean particularly, but um, might get his feet wet. That's about it. <laughs> and he's become a little he, bit I am, of a... He loves to swim, but only if it's hot. <laughs> oh, okay. But he's become a little bit of a, like, a... Mm, 
I guess a celebrity in a way in our it's got a lot of fans. Yeah, it's got a lot of fans, and I just look. I love every week that you post pictures of him running, um, and I'm gonna get a good picture of him from you to put on the cover of this podcast episode. <laughs> but he's called Harry the Hover Dog for a reason because he has this amazing jump <laughs> that he can get so high off. Yeah. off the ground how did how did that come about did you teach him to do well, that or did you just start doing now, it? I, now that's the thing everyone asks how i get him to jump but he's just running he's not jumping really? that's him running because uh someone once said to me uh, oh you shouldn't make your job your dog jump like that all the time they'll get arthritis and i'm going he's not i'm not he's just running i just like crouched down to take the photo so uh -huh. when he runs it's like um i oh, know you think two feet at a time like yeah it's yeah. just like two feet like zoom zoom like <laughs> yeah. he just looks he's like so, a kangaroo <laughs> yeah yeah it just like bounds and yeah. like a puppy running you know they yeah. when they run fast they run you know like two feet together at the yeah. front and they go out and his back feet go out the back and you can't see his legs in the best photos <laughs> he looks and so I'm, happy. I he's always it. happy when he's running. <laughs> so how did he get that name, Harry the Hover Dog? Um, the first time I posted a picture, I don't think it was on RMA. It might have just been my personal page, but someone said, oh, that's a nice hover dog you have. And so I just, uh, I just, we just started calling him around the house, Harry Hover Dog. <laughs> and um, <laughs> then I put a few posts on RMA and, Someone said, oh, he needs an Instagram page. And I didn't even have a profile on Instagram. So I looked into it because I had lots of requests. And um, <laughs> so now he has an Instagram page, Harry Hoverdog. Harry Hoverdog. Mm. I love it. So look I, was, <laughs> I was trying to look it. I was actually trying to look it up last night. Um, and then I got distracted. So it's Harry Hoverdog with no spaces. Yeah. No spaces, just Harry Hoverdog. Oh, there, there he is. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to follow Harry. <laughs> it's the cutest pictures. Yeah. It's just I'll all just these photos of him in the air. It's so Yeah, cute. pretty much. Um, I put a lot of other ones on there too, um, but mainly it's him in the air. Yeah. I love and, it. Um, I love but it. I'm always amazed at how many people seem to love him and he brings a smile to their day and they say, you know, their children are happy to see him and mm. Um, we turn up at Parkrun and people recognise him and mm. people from Cairns turn up at Dolls Point and say, oh, it's Harry Hopperdog. And yeah. <laughs> so yeah, right. they all get their photo taken with him and then we have to do the jumping through the sign, the selfie frame. Yep, yep, so, yep. Yeah, I love it. That's always so, good fun. What I mean, I'm looking at some of these photos now of the different places you've been. So what are some of the amazing places that Harry's, or you've taken Harry or Harry's taken you on with your running journey? Um, probably we, we do love to tourist the park run circuit yeah. and we like yeah. to get out and try new ones there. Um, so we always meet lots of people and occasionally um, we run into them again and again. Yeah. Um, then um, holidaying at Sunshine Coast, there's a great esplanade there at Mullabar that we always run every morning. And last Christmas, um, a lady coming towards me goes, excuse me, is that Harry Hoverdog? And, um, <laughs> of course, so I met Mel and then we've met up for a couple of runs since. 
Yeah. Uh, and also parkrun. So I've now got a running buddy at Sunshine Coast. And then another lady recognised him the next day and someone recognised him in Gibby. Wow. And someone recognised him at the Mother's Day Classic a couple of years ago and I've caught up with her a couple of times at different parkruns. Um, so just the, um, yeah, unless I'm just out running on special places like the beach, then... Our runs are usually just around the harbour or the esplanade. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Mm. That's so good. I love it. I love that you get recognised. <laughs> yeah, no one recognises me. Oh, I know. <laughs> no, no one would recognise me either, but it's, it's the dog. I mean, I just think that's so cute that Harry, I guess, has brought, well, obviously has brought joy into your life in mm. regards to your running journey as well, having that companionship. But it's, he's obviously made an impact and brought joy into other people's lives because, yeah. I mean, I see when you post on RMA, like, the comments and how mm. much engagement that it gets. Like, people just love it. So um, Sometimes I'm a little bit worried that I'm, you know, hogging the airwaves or, you know, hosting too much. But everyone says, oh, it's, oh, you've made my weekend. I've seen Harry now. I'm happy and things <laughs> yeah. like that. So it's yeah. always um, nice. And when we're in... Um, when we were in Gimpy recently, we're up there during the floods and um, we've been out running and our way back to the house was cut, uh, cut off by sludge. The traffic was going through, but for us to return home, we would have had to go back another eight kilometres instead of two kilometres in the direct through the sludge. So we thought we'd hitch a ride. We thought it might be pretty safe in Gimpy. And a nice lady picked us up with her daughter. She's taking her to school and... Um, I said, oh, thank you so much for picking me up. I said, I really couldn't walk through that sludge. And she goes, oh, actually, we stopped for the dog. <laughs> <laughs> so otherwise I might still be there. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I guess it's a special time when you get out running with Harry. Like, and, and sometimes it's probably just an ordinary day, like getting out and running with Harry. But what lessons has running with Harry taught you? I guess, about yourself and also about, I guess, your special connection? Um, head down, ears back, and get it done. <laughs> there you go. Harry that's style. How he, that's how he approaches things. Um, he just seems to get focused and um, get on with the job at hand and, he doesn't get distracted by other dogs when we're running. He ignores them completely and he just focuses and gets the job done. Yeah. So what would a day be like for you if you went out for a run without Harry? How would that run feel compared to if you're running with Harry? I don't think it's very good because um, I've got to do one. I want to do my long run before the marathon. I think 18 might push it for him. Um, Maybe I should do 18, maybe just another 15 and take Harry. But um, <laughs> I did one, a park run. We went on a weekend away to the entrance and um, I did park run without him. And it just it just wasn't the same, like mm. <laughs> turning up the park run without Harry and mm. having to run without him. It's like, mm. who do you talk to while you run? Mm. <laughs> you haven't got anyone to talk to. Oh, I love yeah. that. I love that you have that special connection with him, and you know, <laughs> I think it's it is really special. Like, I hate to think what it will be like when Harry's not here anymore. Like, I guess I've I never know. thought of that. Have you ever thought about that? I do think life? about that. I yeah, know. I mean, it's going to be awful. 
Yeah. I I don't know how long dogs normally tend to survive for, but. Well, he should probably be with us until he's 15 Mm. and whatever extra you get. But I don't know how much longer he will run for. Mm. Yes. Currently he's super fit and you annual check up and he's always like, wow, your dog's super fit, you know, he's not fat, he's not overweight, he's, you know. He's running 15 kilometres. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we only did that because of the marathon coming up, the half yeah. marathon coming up, but um, <laughs> we don't normally run 15, but I think he could, easy. Yeah, yeah, he's just a goat, like a little energizer bunny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, let's finish up with the RMA hot lap. Um, I wanted to ask you a few quick questions. We always finish the podcast with the hot lap and these ones are about your journey with Harry. So the first one is what is the favorite place that you've taken Harry to run? The beach. Beach. That's an easy one. (laughs) Great. What is the biggest tip that you want to share for running with a dog? Um, Teach them to run in your per third position where you want them to run teach them to run there be it at heel at front right left yeah i think i think left is best left at heel but that's my preference uh what does harry love most about running um off leash time (laughs) exploring (laughs) new places being allowed to run at his pace not necessarily mine yep and what has running with harry taught you taught me to just get out there and explore mm. because that's what he loves to do. So he loves to explore and also being patient. He's always patient with me. Um, you know, whatever pace I'm running at, he'll just accept. And um, But, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing, exploring new places and being patient with each other. Mm. Yeah, you do. You do need to be patient. Mm. So where to next with Harry? Have you got any... Park runs you want to try or? Yeah, I think it'll be a couple of new park runs. We went to one the other week and it was raining, but it wasn't on the cancellation page. Mm-hmm. It was on their own Facebook page that it was cancelled, but we got there and it wasn't happening. The one up the road wasn't happening. So I came home with a clean, dry dog and <laughs> had a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Yeah. So, I mean, I... I um. I did read something about Parkrun changing their policies with dogs. Yes, they can't have the, um, you've got to have a handheld leash and that's going to come into effect next weekend, I think. Um, I think, look, I'm sad about it, but it's not going to stop me running with Harry at the Parkrun. But because I can have a handheld leash and have him trained to run beside me, that's easy. It's, I think, mainly affecting the Kennecross people who you know have the have them out the front pulling right and okay. that's um they're the people i think who are most affected by it and uh, upset by the change to the rules mm, okay but for us it's disappointing to have to not use the waste leash but um yeah won't stop us coming to parkrun yeah, and at least at least you're still going, and you can still take your dog to parkrun. You just have to have the other leash. Yeah, fine. That's right. So, and does Harry have any other little dog friends that you have met on your travels? We have met um, at the Kiralee Kiralee McDermott, I think it is, or her or her friend. We met at the St Albans mm-hmm. Trail Race. 
I think it must have been two years ago now. It feels like last year, but it must be two years ago. And she had a visitor. Mm -hmm. um, but otherwise, no real friends. We've met, you'll find them on, on the Instagram. There's Frank, um, Harry, um, I think is, uh, he's a big um, Harlequin Great Dane. And there's a photo of Harry, Harry jumping over him. We met him at um, Belmoral. And then he's got his friend Oscar, who's the Springer. And you'll see Harry jumping over Oscar. And there's a couple of reels there where he's got some music with him jumping over the dogs. It's <laughs> so cute. I'm just scrolling the Instagram and it's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> it's just the cutest thing. <laughs> I love it. He's just so happy. Every picture. Yes, <laughs> yeah. He's in the water, at the beach. And, like, you know, just the fact that you've put this Instagram together with all these pictures of him. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, it's really quite beautiful, like, that you have this connection with him with these runs and all these places. Like, I love taking photos of places that I run. So, yeah. you know, you've got all these memories of you running with Harry. Mm. So, you know, one day when Harry can't run anymore, you'll have all these memories of, of him and the time yes. that he was able to run. Mm. Do you think you'll ever replace Harry with another dog that will run with you? I think um, as we'll probably retire in the next few years, we'll, um, my husband has the idea that we shouldn't have another dog <laughs> because oh. we'll need to be travelling and doing things like that. Mm. But I think... At some stage, yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, I don't see. I don't think you're the kind. Maybe of... not straight away, but one yeah. day. Yeah, and I guess you know, as you world. get older, like it's a nice companion, isn't it? Mm. Like mm. absolutely that relationship, like you've got with Harry. Mm. Your retirement and and the many adventures I'm sure you're going to go on during your retirement as well. Well, that's right. So, yeah, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your journey with Harry with us. I will um, put his little Instagram link in the show notes so people okay. can follow along. Thank you for having me and thanks for RMA. It's been fantastic for me with all the um, advice and encouragement from all the other ladies on the um, side as well and You're inspires welcome. you to not – Harry's not the only one who inspires me. It's everyone out there who – I think the um, – they they inspire me to keep running, but Harry motivates me to get out the door. Yeah, I love that. It's still like one's inspiration, but then you still have to, the motivation has to come from home. You yeah. have to run, be it Harry or me or my husband to get out the door, but certainly all those ladies, all the ladies on RMA inspire me to keep running. Oh, thank you so much, Jill, for sharing. And I look forward to seeing the many adventures that continue with you and Harry the Hover Dog. Well, I hope you loved this episode with Jill. And I hope you loved learning a little bit about her relationship with Harry Hoverdog. You can head over to Instagram and look up all things about Harry at Harry Hoverdog. I'll put it in the show notes so you get to check him out. I look forward to bringing you another amazing episode next time and I hope wherever you are, you are safe and well. Please head to the RMA website to check out any of our new merchandise or you can also join our member or you can also join our member program on www.runningmumsaustralia.com.au and I look forward to joining you next time.